guys, welcome back to the podcast. Um, this is technically episode four um, for our YouTube channel. This is the second one as I'm only posting the ones that we do with video, which is our second of the month post. I cannot wait for you guys to listen to this episode. So with it being February, I was thinking about Valentine's Day, things that we love, things that are red. Um, and what I did is um, I got a couple of my siblings together and asked them um, four questions. Some of them answered all four. Some of them didn't because um, they just weren't sure, weren't sure what to say. So I hope you really, really enjoy. Um, you'll hear each of them talk. And um, I'm also going to answer the questions. And I hope you guys enjoy this special episode for Valentine's Day. And we're launching it a week after. Welcome to the Crab Podcast. Here at Children Raised Around the Blind, we have two goals. Our first goal is to help those living with the blind to understand them better and to help children through the difficulties that come from living with a blind parent. Secondly, we want to spread awareness of the blind community. Here on the podcast, we will share the things that blind people can do and ways the sighted world can include them in everyday life. Join us twice a month to learn about the visually impaired community. A little bit about each person. So um, I think we're going to go in reverse order. So you're going to hear from Michelle, who is the youngest in the family. She graduated from college and is now a teacher. And so you'll hear her mention that in um, some of the answers that she gives. You're also going to hear from Josh, who is the next um, oldest up from her. And he um, lived with us until he was about 12. And then he moved in with dad. So some of the things that you'll hear from him are his memories from growing up with mom and some of the lessons that he learned from her then. And as I said, I'm also answering those same four questions. I created them, so it makes sense that if I'm going to make somebody else answer, um, you're going to hear from me too. So I hope you all enjoy. I would probably have to say, at least to me in a middle school, was I got to get my driver's license at 14, which was pretty cool considering you're an eighth grader and you're like, yeah, I drive, you know, my mom's in the car, but I can drive when we go to the store. And uh, that was kind of an interesting quirk, but kind of got me some cool points, so to speak, in school. <laughs> I am sure. Okay, so question one, what do you think was the best thing about having a blind parent? Uh, I would say probably the best thing was to be able to get books read at night with all the lights off. Yes. We had a thunderstorm recently and had that discussion of um, Graham can read to you when the lights are out. So I'll take that one. I think that the best thing about having a blind parent was really learning not to limit yourself. So um, having a blind parent, she didn't take no for an answer. And she had to fight very, very hard for what she wanted, for what she needed. And um, I mean, at, once she went to college, she had to be independent. And so she 
wanted all of us kids to do the same thing. We weren't allowed to take it easy. We um, weren't supposed to give it our all. There are times I'm a BC student. And um, my mom was okay with me getting that grade as long as I put everything into it. If I didn't put effort in, then I didn't do my best. And it was that way with everything, no matter if it was schoolwork, if it was a real job, um, what I wanted to do with my life. There was no excuse in her book because if she could do it as a blind child, um, she lived in residential school as, and moved away from home at five years old, at least for the school year. So if I can do it, you can do it. You have two eyes, you have two hands, you have two feet, you have a brain that God gave you, do it. And I think that was probably the best thing of having a blind parent is we learn not to limit ourselves to either what others thought of us or what we thought of ourselves and what we were capable of. So what was the best advice your blind parent ever gave you? There's a lot of advice that mom gave me through the years, just experience, blind, all just who she is, is just a very wise person. And I'm so grateful. But I think the one that sticks with me the most is probably in the way she taught us to serve people. And she always advised us, you know, put people first and, you know, treat people just as they are. Um, it's so interesting now as a teacher embodying that even more of you are you know such and such name you're john i don't have a john but you know you're john and you have all your quirks and as a teacher my job is to serve you best i can or people at church or friends you know keeping that servant attitude was you know her best advice was be there for people take care of people be a servant be that person who you know no one talks to other people or be that person oh you find out they need help and you have the ability to help them be that person for them, whether, you know, you get noticed or not. And that was something she always taught us throughout childhood. And just as we became adults and kind of took that on as that's just how we are. That was normal. But advice that I've come to realize is really unique to her. The best piece of advice my blind parent ever gave me is probably to be there for other people. Um, growing up, we got a lot of different people's ideas of what a blind person did or couldn't do. And a lot of people who either gave us pity because you poor, sorry, you, your mom's blind or put us on this pedestal of, wow, like if our parent was blind, there's no way we could have done that. Or that's so cool that you learned to cook by the time you were 10. I really think the best piece of advice that my mom gave me is just to see people for who they are. We don't see their disability. We don't see, um, you know, hey, you know, you're you're deaf or, you know, you're autistic. So you think different. We need to you treat you differently. It was no. Everyone is equal. And I think that's that's the best piece of advice that my mom gave me is to see people for who they are. And to not limit them based on what I think they can do. Um, see what they want to do. So the next question is, what was one positive or, and one negative of having a blind parent from your perspective? I'm going to start with the negative first because I like bad news first. Um, it's, it's kind of a selfish negative, but it is what it is. 
I would say the biggest negative before technology caught up, of course, you know, I'm young, but I'm not that young, um, was probably having to read everything to her, especially from school. Um, I joke with my fifth graders all the time. Uh, yeah, y'all complain about red folders. I had to read every letter and every report card and, oh, my teacher wrote a note on my agenda. Guess who's reading it to the parent? It wasn't just, oh, mom went and read it and then found you. It was you were the reader or bills or, you know, different things that would come in. You know, later we'd have scanners and stuff that did it. But if it was colored paper, why you use colored paper? I don't know. It's cute. But as, you know, someone with a blind parent, she can't scan colored paper. So you'd have to read. Oh, it's two pages. Yep. Nope. Don't worry. You'll be sitting there reading it. And uh, it was good because it taught me a lot of responsibility. And I actually understood what was being sent home and what was being said. And there's that kind of positive twist to it. But it was also kind of as a kid, it's kind of like, why can't I just put my folder down and go about my day and she can catch me later if she has a question. Um, I would say one positive, though, is it's very unique. So you get asked a lot of questions. And I think most people consider that a negative, but I consider it a positive because it's easier as someone who doesn't talk very much like publicly or to people in general um, it was always a good like icebreaker of like, oh, you have a blind parent. How's that? Or she'd come to school and it's like, oh, your mom's coming to school. My mom doesn't come to school, you know, or she'd help, you know, in small groups at school or read to the kids. And that was always, you know, just a nice interaction and a good way to talk to people, especially people who, you know, also may have parents that, you know, have a disability or whatnot. I would say it, the one positive was seeing kind of how not putting limitations that other people put on you um kind of i think that's something that all of us kids saw was whether we recognized it or not was there was a constant limitation by others put on mom and and you know oh she you know help her with this or she can't do this or and there's just an amazement at all the, the everyday stuff that she was able to do and so i, I would say that's probably one of the biggest impacts to me was was kind of that fact of don't let what other people see or think about you be what dictates what you do or don't do and then I would say the one negative is it's really easy to get away with a lot of stuff. Really easy to sneak in and out of the house and get away with stuff. So I'd say that was the one negative. One positive, one negative, um, my perspective. I'd say the positive was probably the fact that she could read to us and read at night. So my mom's an avid reader and taught all of us kids to be readers. And um, she had this routine that I would like to start with, you know, my kids. Um, and that was she read to each of us every night. We got to pick a book. So some nights there were four different books going and it would be like a toss up between girls and boys, sometimes youngest, oldest. Um, it just really depended but she would sit and read 10, 15 minutes while we fell asleep. Now, um, I think that was a big positive for me. She also, um, with me being the oldest, there were times I fell asleep before everybody else um, got done their books. Because, I mean, I can hear her through the wall. So, it was kind of one of those things. But she actually recorded um, some classics for me. She recorded Gone with the Wind. She recorded Little Women. Been her, um, the tree still stands was the first book that she recorded for me, and um, I think that's just a cool thing. Like I get to actually have my voice, my mom's voice, you know, on cassette tape even now. Um, a negative of a blind parent was probably that she couldn't see my art. So I'm an art and craft 
person. And um, that was probably one of the hardest things because as I took art classes for a little while in elementary school and I loved to just doodle, um, I couldn't show my mom and I had to learn how to explain it to her. You know, I wanted her to see the beauty and the rainbow I, I painted. And if I just said it's red, yellow, orange, purple, whatever colors I used, that's not the same as being able to see it or to see the size of it or the shape. And I think that was a big negative for me because I wanted my mom to actually see and touch what I did. And she couldn't. If I, you know, unless I did something tactile, she couldn't see what I created. And that um, was a big negative for me for a while because I wanted her to appreciate, not that she didn't say, you know, good job or it sounds beautiful, but that's not the same as a parent being able to look and see the passion in what you do. Any closing notes you want to share to the listeners of what it was like? I would just say, if you know someone with a blind parent or if you are someone with a blind parent, look at the positives. Um, there's oftentimes where a siblings will talk and in the moment, we didn't really see it as a negative thing. I think the world and people who aren't around blindness see it as like, oh, you have a blind parent, I'm so sorry, or oh, it must've been so hard or whatever. And it's like, you don't really think about it until you're an adult. And then it's like, wait, other parents did what? Or that's not normal or just, you know, to us, it, she's our mom. There's not like, we know in our heads, we know she was different, but it wasn't like something that we're just like, oh, poor us, you know, it's so you know hard or whatever. But just be aware of that. If you are, you know, someone with a blind parent, enjoy those differences. If you are noticing them, or if you just know someone with it, like, don't make it such a big deal. That's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, she's not dead. Like, it's not like something like, oh my goodness, it's it's a blind person. Like, no, it's it's their parent. And I think that normal attitude towards it needs to be seen more and appreciated more because they really don't notice it. At least I didn't, and I don't think y'all did either until we were older. And then it's like, oh, I guess she is different. Um, but just keep that in mind. Um. So, do you have any closing notes or remarks you want to share with my listeners and followers about just life with a blind parent from what you remember growing up? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I really don't really remember or have too much to say, you know. I mean, I think the biggest thing for me was, you know, like you said, you know, earlier, I think the biggest thing I took away, you know, with mom was always that fact of like, don't let what other people think is possible be what dictates your possibility, you know? Yep. Um, I would also say it, I think anyone who has a blind parent would also be able to relate to the fact that it can be very frustrating. And I think for blind parents, I would also say, I think it can be extremely frustrating. Um, I know one of the arguments me and mom got into a lot was, it was impossible for her to tell sometimes what I was doing or when I was doing stuff. And I think, you know, if you're, you're friends with a blind mom, you know, someone who's a blind parent, kind of be that, you know, be willing to be that emotional for them. And like, they're doing their best, but there are some times where they're going to get frustrated and they like take it out on their kids. They take it out on life. And it's just the fact that there's some things that are just difficult to do when you can't see and you can't utilize that. Great advice. 
think my closing notes are just um, be willing to befriend either the children who have a parent with a disability or um, the person who has a disability. Be willing to be there, to be a part of their lives. And, um, you know, some some people may not want to talk about what happened or, you know, how they got blind or how they do life. And there's others who totally love it. So as you get to know them, you can slowly ask questions and see, you know, what they'd like to share with you, but also don't, don't feel offended if they don't want to share. Um, you know, some people were blinded in an accident or something tragic that happened. Others like my mom were born blind. And so she's had it her whole life. It's not a big deal, but really be willing to just be friends, you know, ask them. And if you ask, if you can do something, be willing to actually stick to your word. We've had people like, oh, yeah, I'd be willing to take your mom to the doctor. And then you call them to have them take her to the doctor and something came up or, well, that's not going to work out. And it, it's really difficult when you have people who either do it grudgingly because they're like, oh, yeah, I did say I could do that, but I don't really want to. Or people who say they're willing to help and then never do. So if you're going to offer to be there to help, um, please actually follow through. Don't say something just because you think it's a nice thing to say because then that breeds disappointment and distrust in people because you think, oh, well, they said they could give me a ride and then now I hear that they're really not happy about giving me a ride. So now I'm not going to ask them again. And it's very easy to offend in that situation. So um, be friend, be helpful, be useful, but don't you know do something that ended up deciding later that is not for you hope you guys really really enjoyed this episode it was a lot of fun to create and um, i hope you guys got a lot of good information um we do drop podcasts the first and third monday of each month and um, we drop youtube videos of the podcast the third monday of each month so look for us at crab blog for that podcast and we are excited for what's coming out in March and our March topic that we're going to be sharing in video our big thing at this the second drop for March is going to be on organization spring cleaning those types of tricks and tips and things that you can help so I hope you guys join us back here on the first Monday in March bye